I'm your host, Miss Amber J, and this is the Dear World Podcast, the place that if you drink your water and mind your business, you'll be just fine. We're all family here, so nothing is off limits. The goal of this podcast is to be relatable, transparent, and honest. Please turn on your notifications so that you will be alerted whenever a new episode has been posted. Don't forget to rate the podcast in your app store and share it with your family and friends. I hope that you enjoy your listening experience and welcome to the family. This ain't one of them long episodes. I just want to vibe with y'all real quick, drop a few gems, and then we can all go about our day, okay? What's going on, family? Welcome to Season 7, Episode 10 of the Dear World Podcast. You already know who it is. It's your girl, Miss Amber J. Can we take a few moments to talk about the road trip that I just had? Oh, baby, it was a much-needed vacation. My sister and I took a road trip to South Dakota to see route. Look, I'm talking about route. Mount Rushmore. If you have never been to Mount Rushmore, I definitely recommend it. I do recommend driving because you see so much along the way. There's so much scenery and so many cool little things to see along the way. We stopped at the town of 1880. Um, we saw Giant Jesus. We went to Wardrug. We got a tour of like a Dutch town which was where the first set of, the first settlers from the Netherlands were. It was just an amazing time. And I know in the last episode I talked about like the seven forms of rest. I was able to get emotional rest, spiritual rest, mental rest. I can't say that I got physical rest because uh, we did a lot of driving, a lot of walking, but I got sensory rest. Like I just feel really, 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 really good. And I just feel rejuvenated. Um, So like I said, if you have never done that, go do it. It's something that pictures don't do justice. Mount Rushmore is absolutely beautiful. The scenery around it is beautiful. And if you go, you got to try the vanilla ice cream. I don't know. It's like the America's original recipe from Thomas Jefferson or something like that. But baby, that was the best ice cream I have ever had. It did not taste like regular ice cream. It was like creamier, richer, it kind of tasted like vanilla cake. I don't know. It had a lot going on and they give you a lot, which they should because the shit is like $7, but it was immaculate. Like, oh, and then just being able to get away from the hustle and bustle of the city. Now, I will say we were kind of like the only black people. Like there were no black people on Mount Rushmore. I did not see no black person in the town surrounding Mount Rushmore. Even on the highways, you don't see black people until you get to like Minneapolis. It was it was kind of unnerving, but I think it's more so a projection because you think that people are going to be racist or you think that you're going to encounter some issues because these are like back road times. But we didn't have any issues. We definitely stayed prey up because we know the climate of the world, but we had an absolute blast. We didn't encounter any problems. Everybody was super nice. And actually, it was the white folks who were approaching us to engage in conversation. It was just a really, really good time. 10 out of 10, highly recommend whether you drive or fly, put going to see Mount Rushmore on your bucket list, period. Coming back after all of that traveling, I have come to the consensus that I need to do more exploring, more getting outside the box, getting outside of my comfort zone. And it doesn't necessarily have to be driving across country or going somewhere far. It can be within, you know, Detroit. It can be surrounding cities of Detroit or just exploring Michigan because there is so much in Michigan that I have never seen or never done. And I just want to do a better job of living life and enjoying life because right now, all I do 
is work. Go to school, come home, repeat. And that's boring. And I want to, at the end of the day, you know, be able to say that I did live a full life when it's all said and done and Jesus calls me home. I want to know that I lived my best life, that I did things that I enjoyed doing, that I had new experiences, that I tried different things, that I ate different foods, that I explored the world, that I fully utilized my time that God gave me. As we were driving back into Michigan, my sister and I were listening to this audiobook. Forgive me, but I do not remember the name, but it basically was about confidence. And one of the things that resonated with me was practicing. Um, the reader basically said, how can you expect to be confident in something that you're not actively practicing? That resonated with me in my life in so many different areas of my life. I'll give you guys an example. I am not a, a, a social person. I know how to be social, but I'm not confident in my social skills. And sometimes I get very timid or I get a lot of anxiety when it comes to going to events or places that I know I have to be social. Sometimes I'm very uncomfortable in social situations unless I have been drinking and then I'm like, you know, a little more loose. So I realized I have to practice being social more often. How can I expect to be comfortable in social situations if I'm not practicing being social, I tend to self-isolate. The most that I'm social is probably at work as far as with people that I don't know. Um, I oftentimes say that I'm socially awkward, but again, it's because I haven't practiced being social. And that's with anything in life. I feel like sometimes, you know, we want to snap our fingers and be good at something or snap our fingers and be comfortable with something. But literally when it boils down to it, everything in life takes practice. Think about it. When you were learning to drive, most of us weren't good drivers. We became good drivers or for some of us, better drivers because we practiced. When we first had sex, we weren't good at it. We didn't know what we were doing. It took practice. When we learned how to cook, it wasn't, oh, I'm just, I came out the womb being a good cooker. No, you practiced. You probably watched somebody in your family or you learned from trial and error. It took practice. Practice makes progress. Listening to the audiobook was like one of those aha moments. I've always told my students, hey, practice makes progress. Don't beat yourself up. If you continue to practice, you'll get better in these areas. But I didn't think about it in a sense of applying that to my own life when it comes to social skills or when it comes to confidence or just my general abilities. Basically, I have to do the work. If I want to overcome my anxiety, I have to do the work. I have to practice, you know, in the areas that make me anxious. I have to practice being more social. I have to practice being more outgoing. I have to practice overcoming my fears because it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen because I asked Jesus to make it happen. I have to do the work. That shit was so enlightening, but it was so simple and so easy, but complex at the same time. And it literally like jolted my thoughts. And I was like, damn, it's a lot of things Amber needs to practice in order to be better in, in order to be more confident within myself and within my abilities. And this is why I constantly say that life is a journey and not a destination. At 30 years old, I'm still growing. I'm still maturing. I'm still blossoming. I'm still getting comfortable with who I am as a person. I'm still uncovering different parts of myself. I'm still figuring out the world and how to create space for myself and how to create space for other people. I'm learning boundaries and I'm learning what I do like and what I don't like. It's all a learning process. 
I really wanted to make this episode just as a reminder that it's okay that you're still growing. It's okay that you're still learning yourself. It's okay that you're still processing your trauma. It's okay that you're still healing. It's okay that you're still uncovering different parts of yourself. It's okay that you're not where you want to be or where you think you should be or where you thought you would be. It's okay. Love yourself throughout your journey. Love yourself throughout all stages of your process. I feel like we have been accustomed to just love ourselves once we get to this finished result of where we thought we wanted to be. But no, you have to love yourself even when it's hard, even when you don't want to get out of bed, even when you can't stomach to look at yourself. It's important to love yourself. And I promise you, when you start to, you know, make space for yourself and just accept certain parts of yourself, like I... I will be honest. I don't like accepting that I'm a sensitive person. I don't like people to know that I'm a sensitive person, but I don't know something about being on the road, a combination of things that we were listening to and just being able to step outside of my own head. I'm okay with the fact that I'm sensitive and I'm okay with people knowing that, but also know I will fuck you up. So it's like, you know, it's okay to accept these things about ourselves. It's okay to accept, you know, we we do have broken pieces, but what are we going to do to fix those broken pieces? So just know that life, again, is a journey and not a destination. Stop being so hard on yourself and stop expecting to be good in certain areas that you're not practicing in or that you haven't put the work in to be good at. Family, the world is your oyster. Well, family, that's all for today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Do me a favor, share it with a family member or a friend. Again, I'm your host, Miss Amber J, and this is the Dear World Podcast. Drink your water, mind your business. <laughs>